Hey everyone, Sam McEwen back here again for another edition of the Businessism Show. Today's uh, episode is going to discuss B2B marketing and, uh, and or B2B businesses. And in particular, if you've ever worked in a B2B business and asked the question, how do I win the big clients? How do we get more of the big clients? Then this is the episode for you. Um, but before we get to all that, I um, just wanted to touch on a couple of things. Firstly, thank you um, for all the support so far. It's uh, it's, a, it's certainly a new thing uh, doing a show uh, like this one in, in quite this format, uh, a little bit rawer than, than what I normally do, but it's been awesome to get some feedback. Um, a couple of big shout outs that, that I really wanted to put out there. Um, thank you firstly to uh, Con Samulus for uh, all the support. Con is uh, actually my brother-in-law, and um, I haven't told you this before, Con. Um, but um, you know, Con's, Con's uh, one of these guys who just quietly supports everything I do. I do. I've got a lot of little little projects and endeavors, and a lot of little sort of music things, as well as things in the marketing world. And uh, you know, Con just quietly. Um, you know, takes note of uh, most of the things I've done, and 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 will just drop a, a nice little comment here and there, just to let me know that he's he's watched it, and uh, always means a lot to me, Con. Um, but uh, did, did it again this time, so thank you for that. Um, also wanted to to um, put a shout out for to Chris Hemingway, um, again just popping up and, and a little comment on LinkedIn, and and saying, hey, this is really cool, keep it up. Um, and probably means more than, than you think to, to get a little comment for that. Um, and also wanted to have a shout out to Louise Pop, who's been um, my leadership coach. Uh, it's been a while since we've had a session, actually, my fault, not yours, but um, and, and works here one-on-one -on -one coaching and developing um, our entire team at Business Wisdom um, to provide some external support. And again, a really nice message um, just to let me know that, that uh, you think I'm on the right track. And, and again, um, means the world for me. But anyway, with that out of the way, um, anyway, so sorry, I did want to say thank you to all, all those people who, who I'm not going to call out everyone who comments for, from now on, but in this early early stage of uh, of the show, it, it really does mean a lot, uh, every tiny little micro um, snippet of support. So thank you for that. Um, so topic for today, how to win big B2B clients. So this is crazy, right? Like I... Uh, so what is it? It's Thursday now. So um, the previous three days, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday this week, uh, three discussions, three potential new Biz Wisdom clients, um, all with a similar version of the same question. Um, working in the B2B space, how do we target and win the big clients that we want to go after. Uh, we, we don't want to. We don't want to be wasting our time with the small fries. How do we get the the big clients? Um, so yeah, I mean, like it was crazy that all three landed in in this space. I've got some proposals to put together uh, soon, but um, I, I thought what I'd do is is um, you know why it's fresh in my mind and why I'm working through this share what I believe and what I've always believed is is the um, best strategy for B2B brands to win big clients or target and, and win big clients. And it's also a wonderful, wonderful uh, excuse for me to use a cool little tool here to show fancy banners on the screen. So if you're watching this on video, um, 
uh, yeah, be amazed and and awe at my at the magic that that, that I have at my fingertips. If you listen on audio, sorry, um, you're going to miss out. Bad luck, but you can always flick over to to YouTube and check it out later. You know, that's <laughs> not that cool. I promise. Anyway, um, so number one, um if we're talking about this, is how B2B brands grow and the 95-5 rule. So if you're not familiar with this, um, we here in Australia, if you are here in Australia with me, uh, are very, very lucky to have one of the leading market research institutes in all the world, uh, just on our doorstep in beautiful South Australia, uh, which is the Ehrenberg Bass Institute. Uh, if you're not, uh, familiar with the Ehrenberg Bass Institute, you may be um, familiar with their esteemed leader, um, sometimes known as the Dark Lord of Marketing. <laughs> I'll look it up if you want to know, uh, Professor Byron Sharp. So Professor Byron Sharp wrote a wonderful book, Everyone in Marketing, uh, Branding, or, or even uh, in Charge of a Business should read it. It's called How Brands Grow, and it is the absolute Bible on how brands grow. Now, he works with a guy, called, uh, sorry, a lady, a lovely lady called Jenny Romanyak. Rom, uh, Jenny wrote the follow-up to How Brands Grow. Uh, she might have collaborated with, maybe with uh, Professor Sharp or somebody else on on the, on the, the sequel to How Brands Grow, um, very creatively titled How Brands Grow 2, um, which was a smaller book, but it focused more on B2B brands. So if you are in B2B, that's probably the one for you, but it, it is still worth reading the first one first. Uh, anyway, where I'm going with this is um, she then followed up as part of her work with the B2B Marketing Institute, which is uh, funded and supported by LinkedIn. Um, followed up with a, um, a, a uh, white paper called How B2B Brands Grow. And uh, in it had, it was a very short document, but an amazing one. It had a number, probably four or five really key findings, uh, which are the underlying principles for uh, B2B brands. And uh, in particular, you know, how, um, you know, how, how their audiences buy things and, uh, and also, um, yeah, how to, how to grow those brands, how to grow B2B brands, right? Um, that's the title. Uh, so it's worth checking out. It's a very, very short read. But a couple of those those big findings, which are, are really, really important here, is um, one of them was this concept of the 95-5 rule. Now, this is not a hard, fast, um, you know, st statistically proven out rule. It's, it's meant to be the shape, but, the, you know, like to give you a, a general sort of rule of thumb, I guess, to, to work on. But I think if you've worked in beta ray, you'll know that it's very, very close to exactly how things work. Um, and the idea is that your target audience is only in the market for your product approximately 5% of the time. 95% of the time, they are not in the market for your product. They're not uh, yeah, they're not searching or seeking to, um, you know, to change providers or, or come on board with whatever it is that you are selling. And um, therefore, um, you know, uh, only mildly interested, yeah? Um, but 5% of the time, they come into the category. Um, so a big part of the, the, this was talking about category entry points. What are the, what, you know, what, where are the, the points where somebody comes into your category? And during that time, they're, they're um, yeah, they're in the market for your product and they're very active buyers, they're active researchers and they come on one. And so the, you know, the where that leads to is this sort of idea that, you know, again, rule of thumb, but on average, um, you know, B2B businesses 
turn over their their um, you know key service providers or key products um, maybe once every five years. So that sort of sets this window that you have to work in if you were in B two B of of you know you've got five years to get into the consciousness of your customer to influence the customer to um, to you know um, set yourself in the, in the mind of your customer and to position yourself as the leader in whatever area that you you specialize in um, and and this is a good and bad thing uh, you know what it means is you know I mean certainly there is five percent of the market that this is there for your short-term sales awesome um, but the the bulk of the market you know is isn't isn't going to be buying today you know and and you know consumer type promotions might not work right like you know you're not going to win them over with 50 percent off plus half the time they're spending someone else, someone else's money and they don't care right so um maybe not the truth but yeah so so re really important to, to understand that and what that also means i think the good side of that is you know you've got time to let your messaging wash over your uh, your target customer and then you know, set up a campaign that looks for these category entry points, that identifies the category entry points, and um, you know, uh, create systems so that your target audience, when they are in the market, can put their hand up, make themselves known to you, and then you can pivot very hard to selling to them. So this is really, really key. It's also important to understand that if you've identified your target audience, and we'll get to this in a moment, you know, and you know your dream client, the people that you want, you know, their big clients that you want that you want to pay. They might not be ready today, so you need to work on them for you know for a long period of time. Um, and also, just because you've gone to them today and they're not in the market, or well, next year, the year after, the year after that might be a different case. So um, you know, consistently uh, doing things that will influence your target audience over, you know, as a rule of thumb, a five-year period. Is going to be a big part of okay so that's the first thing understand the 955 rule that is a very very quick and dirty overview of that uh, if you type in LinkedIn how B2B brands grow into Google you will find um, there's, a, there's actually a little a short little website I'll put it in the in the show notes and and, uh, and everything for, for the various platforms that this is streaming out to so you can uh, read it um, there's a great little summary it shows like the five or six key findings you don't even need to read the report which is only like five or six pages anyway I think by memory um, so but yeah check it out it's awesome lots of things to do there the next principle that you need to understand is account-based marketing or ABM if you like a three-letter acronym I don't, so I'm going to call it account-based marketing if you don't mind. So, again, lots and lots of literature on this. There's whole books written on this. Um, it's, it became very popular, I don't know, like three or four years ago. And the idea of account-based marketing is it's just like regular marketing, only you focus on a single account. So, for example, you decide that you want to win Coca-Cola. Um, that might be very, very hard to do. So you were you spend time strategizing, working out who the key contacts within Coca-Cola that you need to influence are. You start building out marketing collateral and you know a whole marketing campaign, just like you would for mass marketing. But you take this straight to those key people. You use various tactics to influence them, and you make sure that wherever those people are, wherever they go, they see your brand. They um you can and you know this can be combined with you know direct sales outreach. This is this is 
is a, definitely one of those concepts of marketing and sales working together to support each other. Uh, probably sales-led, so your sales team are identifying the, you know, the, the contacts that, uh, and the clients, uh, clients, potential customers that you want to target, and then marketing is then working there to support that salesperson in their endeavor to, to reach them, to, to get hold of those key stakeholders um, and, and build this marketing around them. So this is, this is cool, this is amazing stuff. Um, for us in, in an agency, it, it's not something that we can really support in that pure form of like one account, one marketing campaign. I mean, we can to a certain degree, but how we tend to do things here is actually then sort of just expand that out to going, okay, well, maybe rather than choosing your, your one, you might choose, you know, your top thousand or top hundred or top five hundred or something like this, um, and and you know then again sort of build these campaigns around these people, and that's a big part of what I'm really sort of uh, advising you today is to you know is to um, build that list of your dream hundred clients, thousand clients, uh, and then you know use some of these tactics from account-based marketing, use this understanding of how B2B brands grow and the 95-5 rule, uh, rule to, to have um, you know, advertising that, that uh, influences people at the, at the right stage and at the right category for entry points and these things. And sort of you know, use these two t um, yeah, theories uh, and, and the principles from each of these uh, combined to get in front of your right target audience and win them over. So that's really, really cool. So that takes me on to our approach or the approach that I would recommend. So um, certainly I, you know, if you followed me this far, having an understanding of those those two principles is key. Um, and then, yeah, as I said, you know, how, how we would do this is start number one by building your list. So build that list, whether it's a hundred or one or a thousand, build that list of these key, uh, clients that you want to win, your, your dream clients that, that you hope to win. Um, so that's number one. Then what we would do, and what we do for, for um, you know our clients in this space, is we build what we call a pre-targeting program. So we've got those lists of people, we can build the, you know, we find, uh, you know, there's the various tools and various ways that, that we can um, take that, those lists of key contacts from within those key uh, prospects or key dream clients, however you want to call them. And we build a marketing campaign, a sort of brand awareness, top of funnel campaign to um, make sure that every one of those targets that you're about to contact directly through your sales team. So yes, cold outreach is part of this. Um, you know, this is again, as I mentioned, a, a case of sales and marketing working together as a revenue operations team revenue operations outfit and um, yeah building this sort of brand campaign so that every single one of those co contacts will be will have come into contact with your brand in one way they might not be like you know they might not be this huge sort of brand awareness but um, there'll be a touch point yeah so what, what do I say like you know between 10 or 15 touch points is required to get a lead so uh, you know we're not going to be all of those touch points but we're starting to build up some of those first second degree touch points and you know that they may be somewhat familiar with your brand so um, yeah that's your pre-targeting campaign then from there you want to start doing some cold outreach so typically there's three ways to do that that is cold email uh, cold LinkedIn outreach and cold calling 
uh, now I know a whole lot of you just shuddered and you know I'm a marketing guy I'm supposed to tell you that you know no it's just social media ads and you know all these big clients will just fall in your lap sorry sales is great um, and I am not a marketer that believe I, I believe that I believe that marketing's only purpose is to drive sales into a business, yeah? So this concept of you know marketing over here and sales over here and never the two shall meet and sales go, oh, your marketing sucks, There's not, you know, the leads are terrible and the, the marketing people go, oh, the sales people don't close the leads properly and they're not working it hard enough, you know, and they're, they're, they're burning all our leads. Like, that's just nonsense. And you know, I mentioned the word revenue operations. This is, a, this, is a, this is a phrase that's becoming more and more popular. If you don't have sales and marketing, have your revenue operations team and that is marketing, supporting sales, working together. Now, in B2B, if you are going after those high, big ticket clients, you've got to work together like that's it. So this is it. You're going to have to do your cold outreach. Sales team will have to put some, some legwork in here. Um, typically, I like to uh, reach out via LinkedIn and you know try to connect at least view the profile so they you know people get those little notifications that somebody's viewed their profile and they go oh yeah that they might recognize your name um maybe do a you know just a just a simple little connection outreach or something like that um there are tools that that can that can uh, do this for you and automate this to some degree um so use make use of them do that then follow up with some direct email outreach again tools there are tools once you've um once you've discovered your prospects or, or your your uh, your dream clients, and then your the the key people within that, there are tools that can help you to scrape their email address. And so, do that. Reach out via email. Um, there's some you know uh, some great scripts and things that you can use. You probably want to have like a four or five part email sequence. Um, and you know, there, again, there's some great literature around on on what to include in those. Be genuine, you know. Lead with your great results. Um, lead with, um, yeah, you know, the the things that that present you well. Be short, sharp, and to the point. And you know, be aware that some people will hate this. That's great. Give them an opportunity. Give them a, a way to unsubscribe or to to give you that feedback. Um, and the more that you can personalize this to let you know. So again, I, I guess if you're going after one or a hundred clients compared to a thousand, then that gives you more opportunity to personalize these things. So there's some great tactics you often see. Um, there's, a, there's a trend going around at the moment of like people recording a video like this or like a, like a Loom video or something um, with the, the prospect's website behind their head. So, you know, so it sort of shows, hey, I'm a real person and I'm, here to talk to your to you this isn't some you know bulk outreach thing that i'm doing so that's really cool i've seen other things of like you know people writing names on coffee cups and saying hey i'd love a coffee with you you know and they put their name on the coffee cup um you know uh, look a lot of these things are a bit gimmicky but you know what i've found anyway is that um uh, people will respond to cold, cold outreach, surprisingly uh, greater volumes that you might expect because um, we've all received it and gone, oh God, you know, this is terrible. Who would respond to this? A lot of people do. And the more that you can personalize that and show them that you're a real person, that you're, um, it does help if you're in the 
geographic region that, that uh, of the of the prospect that you're chasing. So lots of little cues around around that that you're a real person that you you do actually uh, you have actually taken the time to understand the business that this isn't just you know a bulk email to every single business on the face of the earth that it's you've chosen this person this this um, client because you've got some value that you can add uh, and and you want to do business with them will go a long long way. Um, so that's that for for um, yeah cold outreach uh, cold email outreach and then then I propose that you would then follow up with a phone call uh, and the phone call would be someone like hey I reached out via LinkedIn you might have seen my email addresses um, you know wanted to to have a chat you know and, and talk about this so uh, a lot of hard work and you know respect the, the work that salespeople do and um, yeah that cold outreach is really important now while that's going on we should be doing we've moved from pre targeting now to retargeting they should be again a big um, you know on Facebook on LinkedIn on display uh, YouTube uh, connected TV podcast advertising wherever you can you know outdoor cinema wherever you can place an ad um, you know maybe you know cinema is not super targeted so I think it does work a lot better I mean this is this is supposed to be hyper targeted yeah so we're, we're making sure that those prospects that you're you're reaching out to are seeing your ads everywhere and they're seeing and they're getting uh, there's a diversity in your ad copy here so this is really key and we'll, we'll talk about this in a moment when I get to sort of um, mapping out your messaging but you want some diversity so you know our pre-targeting should be brand this is who we are this is what we do with maybe some you know download our ebook download our white paper kind of top funnel stuff in there um, and um, then now we're, we're targeting alongside the, the outreach uh, and this might be more case studies testimonials and uh, and all those kinds of things um, I'm jumping ahead so um, yeah we'll, we'll come to, to all of that but we're now you know we're supporting the sales team and their outreach with more ads so if somebody sees that email and ignores it and then goes to Facebook they see your brand name and, and maybe they see a video or maybe they see one of your customer testimonials or something and they go, oh, that's, that's you know, they connect the dots or there's a subconscious or conscious uh, connection between that email. And then maybe the next email hits and they're more likely to, um, yeah, to, to uh, reply or, or, or respond that time. Or even if they, like I said, 95.5 rule, maybe they're not in the market. So they don't want to talk to you. They're never going to, they're never going to reply to your outreach. But um, they are now aware that you're not just, you know, you're not just a, a, a spray and pray salesperson. That you, that actually your brand is something, and they might, um, that brand name may click in their in their head. And this is important because that 95% that are not in the market now might remember you a year, two years, three years down the track. Um, and this actually happened to me exactly the other way around, um, you know. And so, you know, even when I know knew how this worked. Um, there was uh, some, there was a brand actually who used almost exactly this strategy on me. I was not interested for like two, three years. Not interested, not interested, not interested, not interested. Um, they provided graphic design services. Uh, and then we lost a graphic designer. We were in a real pickle. We couldn't hire one. Um, fast enough to deliver the work that we needed. We, uh, we had a whole long list of out, outstanding work and I remembered their name. And I was like, oh, bang, category entry point. I'm now in the market for this. I know that they can provide, I've seen all their content. I know that they can actually provide a, a stopgap solution that will help us get through this period until we can hire another graphic designer. Bang, 
signed me up. Um, turned out that their service was insanely good, um, you know, and we've remained a customer of, of theirs uh, for the long run. All right, so you know that um, you know that was a, a really powerful story, and that's what you're trying to go here. You know, that's what that 95.5 rule is about, um, and 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 so all of this will work together to, you know, hopefully win the customer, but if not, uh, you know, solidify your name. Um, you know, in, in their mind, uh, the, the good professor, the Dark Lord, would would call that uh, mental availability. So you know that name can come to to mind when it needs to. So uh, that's uh, yeah. So that's the cold outreach for then retargeting, and then you want to tie all of that together with um, really good tracking and analysis. So um, the tool that we use for this is HubSpot CRM. There's a million CRMs out there. A lot of them are good. Some of them are crap. HubSpot's amazing. Um, not the cheapest, there are cheaper options. It doesn't really matter uh, that much, but what uh, what HubSpot allows us to do is we um, you know we can we can track all these leads and we can see the ones that are engaging. We can see the ones that have activity on your website. We can see the ones that are considering, and then we can build reports for your sales team. This is particularly important if you're going after like thousands rather than a hundred or fifty or, or one. Um, but you know we can build reports for the sales team to help them to develop or sorry to to um to, uh, to what am i trying to say here um help them to uncover from all of those those leads which ones uh, are actually in the market which ones are hot to trot um and and then follow up with you know more intimate uh, opportunities and these kinds of things so that um you know that crm sending you know when we're sending cold outreach being able to track you know um which of your contacts have actually clicked on a on a link uh and then being able to see which of those contacts have come back three four five six times um is, is really key to being able to then understand you know and, and this will come in if once you've gone from cold email to then your your um cold calling you know to be able to say okay these are the these are the the prospects that we should we should be cold calling because they're actually they might not have made themselves known to us by replying to our email but they're clicking on our links and they're coming to our website multiple times so that we can we can do all these things so that's the general approach. Um, I've already sort of given half of this away, but finally to sort of wrap this up is mapping your messaging. So again, you want the, um, you know, you, if you're familiar with the buyer journey funnel, uh, awareness, consideration, and decision. So awareness of a need, consideration of solutions to that need, and, and decision. Um, uh, there, there's there's different messages that work better. Uh, you know, well, the further up the funnel, the colder you are here, yeah? and the colder you are, um, the less likely you're, you are to commit to a big, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to spend tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars on your amazing B2B solution, right? If they've never heard of you, that's a big jump. So as we're moving through this, this process, we want to make sure that the right communications pieces are being put in front of that prospect at the right time. So as I mentioned, at the top of funnel, you want brand message, you know, this is who we are. This is why we're great. These are, you know, this is our brand name. You know, getting them, getting them just to see your colours, your logo, um, and then maybe some of your key value propositions is an awesome start in your in that pre-targeting phase. Then from um, also at that stage, um, things like your white papers, your downloads, your um, you know that these kinds of things are, are really really powerful. Um, so it might be industry industry data. Um, 
you know, the white paper about how businesses just like yours can do the, you know, solve the problem that businesses like yours have. Um, and of course, that's going to be tied some in some way to, to um, you know, your service. Um, but it doesn't need to be, right? Like, you know, what that allows you to do is 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 to find your right audience. As long as as long as your audience would be interested in that white paper, uh, and no one else outside of your audience would be interested in that white paper, then it's serving its purpose because it helps to identify those those great prospects. Um, so that kind of stuff works well at, at that top of funnel. Middle of funnel, now you're starting to, to sort of, they should know who you are now. They've re received a couple of your emails. They've had a couple of touch points with you, whether it's your sales team or the marketing, you know, that they, 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 they should be familiar with your brand name at least. And so now this is, this is where we start to show why you're good. Show other case studies of businesses just like theirs that have used you and had great experiences. Um, so yeah, case studies, testimonial videos, and uh, webinars can be really, really good here. Um, so uh, um, yeah, those, those kinds of things. And then your bottom of funnel, you know, well, the, these are your, you know, book a discovery, speak to us today, uh, you know, the, you know, the, 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 um, the hard close, right? Um, you know, um, you know, really uh, talking to your sales team. So uh, yeah, that's really it. Hopefully, that's all made sense. Um, there's a there's quite a lot to digest. I can't believe I've, I've almost hit thirty minutes on this. It was supposed to be a very very short, quick one. Um, but that's it. It's not easy. It is something that you know that the whole flywheel analogy is really important here. You know, it's not something that you can just go, oh yeah, let's splash into this for for two months and win big clients. Like that's crazy. Uh, big clients take a lot of winning over. They um, also to, to understand, big clients are pitched to constantly, like all the time, right? Because they're big clients, they're desirable. Everybody wants to talk to them, so they're constantly, ha you know, they're constantly uh, having, um, or they're constantly coming in contact with other businesses just like yours, who are pitching them things. So you've got to have a good quality product. You've got to be able to give them the time, or you've got to really set yourself as the the leader in their mind, or you're not going to get them. You know, they can speak, they can have anyone they want, right? Often they've got big budgets. Um, you know, there's the, they can have the best of the best, and that's all they want to work with is the best of the best. So you've got to have something unique, and you've got to have that time to set yourself in their mind, uh, and that's where using those you know, that, those four or five years when your target prospect isn't in the market for your product to influence them with why you're great is really, really important. Um, and then once you've won them, um, guess what? They're still going to be getting pitched to all the time from all your competitors. So, you know, there's probably a whole other episode there about making sure that you're continually, um, you know, giving them great, great value and um, you know and bringing new ideas to them depending on the, your industry because or your competitors will be so um, you know that's the downside of winning big clients is is you got to work hard to keep them too so hopefully that's helpful please let me know as, as I mentioned at the start with the shout out to people at this stage I'm just so appreciative of any comments I'd love to hear whether this is good have I missed anything um, yeah, you know, like let let me know um, if you're loving this, if you're hating it, whatever. Uh, um, because I, I really appreciate the feedback at the moment. Um, this is everywhere, as you know. Uh, it is now available to download as a podcast. So if you you like the podcast, go and uh, check it out. The links will be in with 
whatever you know whatever format you're watching this there'll be a link to the podcast that would mean a lot to me at the moment even if you're not a podcast person if you go and subscribe and and leave a review um certainly getting that 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 podcast uh wheel firing would would be a lot but look ultimately um yeah hopefully this has helped you if you uh if you know someone who works in b2b who you think would benefit from this please share widely and wildly and thank you once again for tuning in i'm off home now because it's nine o'clock at night and i haven't eaten and my wife has put our kids to bed without me for the fourth time this week and is probably uh, hoping that she'll see me at some point so that's what i'm going to do you have have a great time doing whatever it is that you're doing right now and i can't wait to see you soon on the next episode of the business wisdom show thank you out